This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03 on May 4th, 2022. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us for the Wednesday edition of the Noon Business Hour. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Rob Hart. Mayor Lightfoot is pushing back against reports that a decision's been made on the location of a casino here in Chicago. We'll cover that in our next segment. But the Fed is set to release its latest decision on interest rates in less than an hour. Let's get a preview from David Jones, chairman of DMJ Advisors based in Denver, Colorado. David, we're just under an hour away from from that, what do we need to know ahead of this announcement? Well, I think we're going to see a rate hike that is twice as much as the one we saw in March. Remember, in March, the Fed went up one quarter of 1%, or as they say in the markets, 25 basis points. I think today we'll hear the Fed going up one half percent or 50 basis points. And more important, perhaps, even than that, the Fed will announce the schedule for reducing their balance sheet. Remember, the way the Fed pumps money into our markets is through increasing that balance sheet. Now we're going to see something new as the Fed tightens. That balance sheet is going to come down, and that probably will be phased in to hit in July. So we may be not only looking at rate increases twice as much as we've seen in March looking ahead, but we could have that balance sheet coming down that would be pulling liquidity out of the market, and that's going to mean another tough road to hoe for the stock market. You mentioned that that this is the first time since 2018 the Fed has has raised interest rates. And again, the announcement expected this afternoon is certainly a, a much more aggressive approach than we've seen in the past. Is it going to be enough to tamp down this inflation? I don't think even the Fed knows that for sure. It's an excellent question. The Fed just doesn't know how far it's going to have to go. Uh, My guess is it's going to have to go farther than uh, it expected in terms of how many rate hikes and how large those balance sheet reductions are going to have to be. But I would say this, that the Fed at this moment is totally committed to stabilizing prices. And even if that means a more than a soft landing, even if it means a recession next year, the Fed is willing to keep going. The reason is the Fed's behind the curve. They should have been starting this tightening process six months ago. Uh, so now they have to tighten even more to catch up. And how should people respond to this, especially with future rate hikes on the horizon, too? Is this one of those times to just now is the time pay down those credit card debts, boost your savings, save up as much as you can? 
I think that's right. I think people have to change their pattern. Remember, we had interest rates close to zero for almost a decade. People got used to the idea that rates would be low, the cost of borrowing would be low, um, and uh, and the stock market would be up. But uh, those times are changing, and I think people really do have to uh, adjust, particularly pulling in on their borrowing uh building their savings now because they're going to get at least some increase in rates on those savings accounts. So I think the pattern people are going to see has to change as these Fed tightening moves continue. And again, that announcement from the Fed expected uh, within the uh, less than an hour now. Thanks so much, David Jones, chairman of DMJ Advisors based in Denver, Colorado. Coming up, the latest on the competition for a casino in Chicago. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. A decision on the location of a casino in Chicago appears to be very near. Let's get the latest from Greg Hines, a columnist at Crane's Chicago Business. Uh, Greg, we've heard mixed things here. We've heard that there's a decision could come as early as today or tomorrow. Then we've heard that the committee's still reviewing the applications. What do we make of this? Uh, my sources tell me, uh, Rachel, that uh, that uh, we are indeed very close to uh, a decision by the mayor that would then go to uh, a city council committee. Um, there have been a series of meetings at City Hall. There's another one I understand today uh, uh, for the mayor and aldermen to review things and perhaps potentially clear the way. Um, uh, I'm also hearing that the mayor has uh, put this on a, a real fast time track now. She wants the money the casino would uh, would uh, would bring in, so that she may seek final city council and, approval as soon as the May the May council meeting in a couple of weeks. And, and indications is showing that the front runner is is Bally's, the casino that's proposed in the uh, Tribune printing plant site that's at Chicago Avenue and Halstead Street, correct? Uh, that is indeed uh, what everybody is saying. The city has done a series of things uh, that appear to benefit the uh, valleys. And the word from uh, if you talk to if you talk to the the consultants and the casino companies and the bidders and whatever uh, and aldermen, uh, the the overwhelming sense is well, it may not be quite over. Valleys is definitely a front runner. And what would this mean? You mentioned sort of fast tracking this process because there is a massive economic boost expected from this for the city. Yeah, there's two things at stake here. Uh, one is uh, in Lori Lightfoot, you have a mayor who's a believer in public process and giving people uh, time to, to consider things and taking their views into account. But she also has to balance the budget and has got big pension holes. And uh, the $200 million maybe that a uh, year in tax revenue that the casino would bring in for, for pension funds is they're only burning a hole in her, in her pocket. So she doesn't want to delay. And she's she's uh, even though each of the proposed final three sites is drawn very strong uh, community opposition and incredibly strong in the case of the ballet site. The mayor keeps saying, well, gee, what do you want me to do? Raise your property taxes instead? Uh, that's a pretty good cudgel to wait uh, to wait in the air. Uh, but uh, this is Chicago, and we play politics hardball here. Thanks so much, Greg Hines, a columnist at Crane's Chicago Business. Again, potentially an announcement on Chicago's casino appears to be very, very near. Up next, revenue is up at Uber, but the company still reporting a major quarterly loss. Compounding your interest with an economy of words. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Uber has seen a surge in revenue as more drivers return and business picks up. However, the company's bottom line is still suffering. We're also getting word from Uber's competitor Lyft. We welcome Angelo Zeno, senior equity analyst at CFRA Research in New York. Uh, Angelo, we're seeing more drivers, but somehow uh, revenue falling. How does that work? 
Yeah, I mean, so so we're seeing more drivers out there. Uh, revenue is growing. Bookings are growing. Um, I think the issue here is, um, especially in, in terms of Lyft, is uh, the trajectory looks so strong um, over the next couple of months, especially as we kind of go into the summer. Uh, they're looking to um, basically kind of bolster their, their supply network out there. They essentially say they don't have enough drivers out there. They're looking to invest more heavily. Um, I also think there's an issue out there in terms of kind of Uber essentially taking uh, share, being better positioned out there versus Lyft. So Lyft uh, currently kind of looking to be more aggressive out there. Definitely the stock is getting hit more tougher um, on the heels of that, while Uber's kind of um, multi-app platform strategy, we think at the end of the day, is really going to win out and really kind of improves the dynamics of um driver supply in the sense that drivers can earn a lot more money on Uber's uh, platform than they can on Lyft's. Well, and Uber said that it expects to generate, uh, what is it, meaningful, positive cash flows for full year 2022. That would be a first for the company. And and I know that Lyft is its sort of smaller competitor, but uh, maybe that's reflected on the markets today. Yeah. So in terms of, of Uber, I mean, they've definitely kind of um, executed really well here over the last couple uh, quarters. They've turned uh, EBITDA profitable on an adjusted basis in the second half of last year. We do expect them to be free cash flow positive today um, or this year. And then actually in 2023, we actually think they finally become net income profitable. And that's really kind of been uh, what's hurt a lot of these ride-sharing companies um, in recent years. And even today, when you kind of look at the decline, it's the fact that you can't pinpoint um, any type of you know actual net income profitability on the business models, um, people questioning whether or not that business model could be sustainable, uh, profitably sustainable over the long term. Uh, our view is yes, uh, but that remains to be seen, and and you know the, the multiple is kind of being reflected in these stocks today. Thanks so much, Angelo Zeno, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research in New York. Still ahead in Personal Finance Wednesday, a flexible approach to spending that can be both smart and fun. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Pearson filling in for Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. President Biden focuses on the economy during a morning news conference. The company behind a popular tax software reaches a settlement regarding its free services. In Personal Finance Wednesday, we learn about a money strategy known as conscious spending. Plus, the parent company of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell falls short of its earnings expectations. WBBM Business, the Dow up 100 points, the Nasdaq down 9, and the S&P 500 is up nine points. AccuWeather says partly cloudy skies today with a high of 55 degrees. Temperatures fall to 42 tonight, then a bit warmer tomorrow, high 58 degrees. Could see some rain, though, later in the afternoon. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues, sponsored by Mesereau Wealth. 
President Biden is noting deficit reductions in his first year in office and new Treasury estimates for the current year under his administration. First year, $350 billion reduction in deficit. This year, a trillion five. It's going to bring some relief. The president is also touting strong job gains over the past 16 months, which have led to additional tax revenues. New York's attorney general is announcing that the company behind the TurboTax filing program will pay $141 million to customers across the U.S. who were deceived by misleading promises of free services. Under the terms of a settlement signed by the attorneys general of all 50 states, Intuit Incorporated will suspend TurboTax's free, free, free ad campaign and pay restitution to nearly Four and a half million taxpayers. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, the markets are generally flat this afternoon. We're joined by Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk, based here in Chicago. Mike, great to have you with us. We've been through the bulk of earnings reports. What's your takeaway? Well, good afternoon, Rachel, and thanks for having me on. The earnings reports so far have been fine, um, but people are looking forward. And uh, and right now we've got a Fed uh, meeting that's about to end in um, less than a half hour, 1 o'clock uh, central. We're going to get a Fed announcement of an interest rate hike likely to be a half of a point or 50 basis points. Um, and then you're going to see some volatility. I know you would mentioned the markets are pretty flat right now, which they are. Uh, S&P just popped positive here just a few minutes ago, but it's pretty much flat all day long. But once this announcement happens, you're going to see some volatility, and then Chairman Powell is going to speak right after, and you're going to see more volatility. So this afternoon is set up to be one of the more volatile afternoons we've probably had um, all year, and it's been a volatile year. Well, and this may be a predictor, too, because we're expecting even more hikes from the Fed throughout this year. So maybe, you know, today may be the first of many volatile days on the market. Well, right. So so part of what, what's going to cause the volatility today is going to be um, Chairman Powell's remarks afterwards signaling how much more is to come. And that's going to be more important than the 50 basis points we're going to get today because almost everybody believes it's going to be 50 basis points. So that won't be the surprise. It'll be what... Uh, Powell says afterwards to signal how much more is coming. You know, the market seems to think that there's an, another 2% plus coming in raises, which would bring the Fed funds rate up to 3% or higher. We don't think so at MJP Capital. We think that's aggressive, and, and we think that Powell will back off once if equity markets continue their dive. And uh, But we'll see. He may signal that this is the case. I've heard people uh, forecast as much as 75 basis points in the next meeting after this one, which is only a month away. I find that almost impossible. But if, if he signals that way, look for a big down move in equities. I just don't think that's what's going to happen. We've also seen sort of this push and pull between value and growth with, with stocks. Do you think that's going to continue here moving forward? Well, yeah, you know, uh, Growth just got way too overbought, and there was too many people trading in the Robinhood accounts, long all these dot com stocks and and uh, um, IPOs and 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 SPACs, and they just got killed. And and that's that's basically that that I think is has been done and and over. And now at this point, we have to look at 
okay, where is the where is the the, uh, the value now? And I think value and, and, and growth now are probably at, at pretty much parity, and it, it'd be hard to pick which is going to be the better bet right now. I think you just have to go with the best-run companies. Um, but, yeah, certainly six months ago, nine months ago, it'd be, uh, the position of being short tech and, and long value won huge, which hasn't happened in a long time. Last time that happened really was the dot-com bust in the early 2000s. So, you know, value's been the play so far this year. Will it be in the second half? I think that's going to depend on rates and also how these tech company earnings um, come out in the, in the second half of the year. All right, Mike, I want to pick your brain, if I can, for just a second, because we saw something a little interesting on, on Twitter this morning. Elon Musk <laughs> made a splash by posting an NFT as his profile picture. And I know you know a little bit about this, so uh, I don't know. Explain it to me, because when I look at it, I just see gorillas. Yeah, that's what they are, really. So you're you're seeing what I'm seeing, but yeah, what what he did is he changed his Twitter profile pic to this bored ape yacht club NFT collection. So it's it's uh, it's a bunch of NFTs that that some people are speculating on. Of course, with NFTs, there's going to be a crypto coin associated with it, which is called ApeCoin, and it it immediately jumped about 20 to 25 percent right after Elon did that. It has now paired its gains to about half. So we're getting volatility in, 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 in the crypto land from, from our friend Elon. I'll tell you, I've, in my 30-plus years of trading, I've not seen anyone have more effect on, on markets than Elon Musk, and that includes George Soros, Warren Buffett, Greenspan. I mean, Elon is the man right now, and it's, it's kind of crazy, actually. He's the man. He's the man with gorillas on his Twitter profile picture. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mike Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk. He's based here in Chicago. Up next in Personal Finance Wednesday, an approach to spending your money that's not only smart, but hey, it can also be fun. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Personal Finance Wednesday, sponsored by Thrivent. So deciding how to spend your money, well, that can be a haphazard affair, or you can do it with intent. So let's talk about some Solid Strategies with Ed Jertson, Certified Financial Planner and Founder of Engage Wealth Group here in Chicago. Ed, I've heard this term before, but I don't fully understand it. What is conscious spending? Yeah, great to be with you, Rachel. Conscious spending is really focusing on the things and the items that you buy that bring you the most joy and happiness. Unlike unconscious spending, when we're just spending things because it's a matter of habit, And I think that's the key element for for individuals and listeners to understand is that if you can really focus in on the things that make you really, really happy and spend less on the things that don't make you happy, ultimately, you're going to end up having more money to spend on the things that you really like rather than the dripping of the day-to-day out of your wallets and your credit cards. You sort of touched on this, the fact that if, if it's called conscious spending, it means that there is unconscious spending. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Yeah, if I go back and look at my bank statement, there are things where I'm like, oh, I don't even remember that. Or, oh, I guess I didn't even think much of it. And I'm telling you, that little stuff adds up. Well, good for you reviewing your bank statement, because I would imagine the vast majority of listeners are not reviewing their bank or credit card statements on a monthly basis, because we've gone into what's known as a frictionless or invisible spending society, right? The businesses have made it so easy for us to spend. Instead of taking monies out of our wallets or purses to spend for a latte or anything like that, literally, it's a swipe of a card or a smartphone or a wrist, and we're not even thinking about that. 
And forget about the automatic debits that we have for a lot of these convenience things, streaming services and the such. Just like you said, having that review and going back and looking at what you're spending is a really helpful way to kind of help your finances today and in the future. And it helps you feel less guilty when you do spend money on the things you want, right? Maybe even a $7 oat milk latte doesn't feel as painful <laughs> when you know that you're not paying for, I don't know, a dozen subscription services uh, unknowingly. And that's an excellent point, right? So we always want to pay ourselves first when it comes to financial planning, being your retirement and long-term monies. Humans are not designed to defer instant gratification. But to your point again, yeah, you know what? If you really enjoy spending money on something, it doesn't matter what anybody else tells you, make sure that you've got monies going into other areas as well, that it's supporting your long-term goals. But back to spending, to your point, yes, if that $7 oat latte makes you feel really good and you really need it, yeah, you might have to give up spending in some different areas that don't bring you that much joy. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head what an example would be of, of what wouldn't spark joy. I also think of that Marie Kondo uh, tidying up. or whatever. If it doesn't bring you joy, you get rid of it. Yep. Yeah, so it, it could be almost anything. If you have a hobby that you're really passionate about, right, whether it's hiking or photography or something that might be more expensive, that's okay. Painting, you name it, that brings you complete joy where, again, that day-to-day, month-to-month, uh, we're not getting hundreds of dollars taken out of our, our wallets and our purses and our credit cards on a monthly basis. It's the fives and tens that really add up to big money. Or, again, if you're saving that and being conscious about where you're spending, again, you can then support some of those things that, again, bring you true happiness and joy. Thanks so much, Ed, telling us about conscious spending. Ed Jertson, certified financial planner and founder of Engage Wealth Group here in Chicago. You can join us at this time tomorrow for Technology Thursday. Still to come, the parent company of restaurants, including Taco Bell and KFC, comes up short in its quarterly report. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Yum Brands, that's the parent company of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell, has issued its quarterly report. And it's a little disappointing. We're joined by Izzy Karish, president of Hospitality Works, a.k.a. the restaurant coach here in Chicago. Izzy, uh, tell us, it seems like we were expecting a little bit more from, from these restaurants. Well, that's true, we were. And, uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, for, you know, uh, uh, Young Brands, they're a worldwide company, and a lot of the the uh, hits that they've taken uh, have been in Russia, which last year was 2% of uh, their sales, and certainly they're having issues in China. So when we look outside the U.S. at all of the things that are affecting Young Brands, uh, those, those uh, two items uh, are really uh, hitting uh, the company right now. Yeah, well, and China is is KFC's largest market for for system wide sales, which I find a little surprising, but I guess that makes sense. But here's the other thing: is with all these COVID lockdowns and restrictions, it's not only uh, the supply chain that's affected, but also think about uh, the company Pizza Hut needing delivery drivers. Well, that's probably not going to happen if if China's under lockdown. Right, and and that you know the China situation being in lockdown is certainly hurt you know those companies. But when you look at uh, KFC, which you say, you know, you mentioned is a, a big growth for them. I mean, they opened up uh, 620, uh, I think 628 locations just in that last quarter. Uh, the downside is they're they're opening all these locations, and all of a sudden you're getting hit with these with these lockdowns. If I look at Yum Brands just in the United States, from you know, uh, anecdotal, watching uh, people flock to Taco Bell. Uh, and Pizza Hut and some of these other places because we are now out and about and enjoying a maskless society, 
these these uh, places are doing pretty well. And potentially we could expect that if and when restrictions are lifted uh, overseas. Thanks so much, Izzy Karish, president of Hospitality Works here in Chicago. If you missed any part of today's Noon Business Hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly. That's at WBBMNewsRadio.com and on the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.